race car spelled backwards is still race car. Welcome to the race car spelled backwards podcast. Hey, what's going on everybody? I'm Brad and with me as always is Jamie and we're coming to you from the Darn Barn studio hot off a Darlington race weekend. Jamie, what's going on, man? Man, I'm impressed you moved our studio from the east side of the barn to the west side. Yeah, we've had a big move. We've actually moved our studio... 20 that? feet? 20, 25 feet, maybe. Yeah. But it's official now. We're not actually sitting at the workbench. We're now sitting at our own bench with race car stuff on it. So I feel like we've moved up in the world. I even drove my race car for the recording. I mean, we officially have a recording area now. Does that make us official? I think what you applied for and got for us makes us official. Yeah, let's just go ahead and talk about that because it's, it's about all I can think about at the moment. I'm still shaking in disbelief, man. So we applied for media passes through NASCAR. We have not heard back, but we also applied for media passes through SMI, Speedway Motorsports, and we actually got approved so we officially have our press passes for the coke 600 coming up at the end of this month so if you plan on being there let us know we will officially be there as press members of the race car spelled backwards podcast i think we'll be wearing a shirt the front says race car spelled backwards and the back will have our website on it or just put podcast Race car spelled backwards and spin around real fast. Podcast. Check us out. Here we like are. Wonder Woman twirling around, getting out of her dressing to her leotards. Hey, I mean, I think it's awesome. We're this is episode fourteen, by the way. <laughs> I think. I don't. I don't think we can ask for autographs if we're members of the press. Probably not. But we can ask for interviews and play the interviews on our podcast, which is way better than an autograph. And we'll have cheese-eyer grins on our faces when we play them back. What's a cheese-eyer? I didn't want to say shit-eating grin. I I'm not sure. <laughs> Isn't it a cat? <laughs> I've, I've heard old people say Cheshire. that. Cheshire. That's it. Cheshire. I've heard old people say that. Cheshire people, grin. That's people from, in their 80s. It's from like Alice in Wonderland, right? I don't know. When that Cheshire cat... Did he have a shit-eating grin? Must have. Okay. So we'll go with that. That's where the saying comes from. We're mature again this week. Yeah, we've, we have officially said shit within the first three minutes of the episode, so we've pulled a Dell Jr. All right, well, Darlington, good race. You got John Hunter, drove the heck out of the truck. The truck race was actually a really good race. I enjoyed it. I thought all three were excellent. I did, too. I mean, Justin Allgaier won the Xfinity race. Noah Gregson won stage one and two. Dale Jr. and JR Motorsports has officially won the last three Xfinity races in a row, which I'm pretty Didn't sure they finish was one, two, three, four in Dover? No, I think it was like one, two, four, five. Oh, well, his team is you know, that Thai kid dominating. Gets, that Thai kid gets up there and ruins everything. Yeah. Which it was good to see him not win. Yeah, because I don't like him. And then I know your favorite driver, um, Joey Logano. <laughs> he won the cup race from the pole. Which John Hunter won the cup race, I mean the truck race from the pole. So you had two pole winners win the race. Joey Logano 
And, and Joey was driving a Toyota, wasn't he? Now that we're part of the media. I'm just messing around. <laughs> now that we're part of the media, are we supposed to like pick favorites? Hmm. I mean, I does, does that go against our media standards? Do we have to swear allegiance to the rules of journalism? I took journalism for like a semester in college. So that means I can't call Joey Logano a douche canoe? I think you can. All I remember is the inverted pyramid. You give the most information up top, and then you go to details in the bottom. So douche canoe can go up top, right? Facts go in the small, smallest category, right? Well, you never let the facts get in the way of a good story, right? A good byline or title, yeah. yeah. Like so, the title would be for this. Douche canoe. Logano bumps and grinds to first place. I just got Logano's a douche canoe. I picked douche canoe because that's a gender neutral term. I was asked what was my pronoun. I don't even know what pronouns are. Yeah, I know. I, I sucked at math and English. <laughs> <laughs> I sucked so bad at math, I never learned in pronouns. <laughs> well, <laughs> Joey Logano wins the race. So. Like you said, Darlington was a good race. You thought it was. I enjoyed Darlington. Um, I saw there was a lot of single-file racing. I think, as we've said on this show, at least every 14 episodes, Fox's coverage absolutely sucks. I cannot wait to be at the Coke 600 and actually be able to see the race that's going on on the track Do and you not have to depend on Fox to show me what the hell they want me to see. Do you think Clint had diarrhea of the mouth? I mean, he was just squirting all over the place. Clint was he like called, a five-year-old on a sugar high the day after Halloween. Would we just... So oh, he, he called, uh, he called Bill, Bill Elliott guy. guy. Hey, guy. <laughs> he called uh, Bobby Labonte Barry. Hey, Barry. I mean, Bobby. Like... Barry, is that Mix and Terry and Didn't Bobby? they have some overlap in their careers, Terry and Bobby, with Clint? I think yeah. they did. I'm sure they raced together. I mean, Clint's so old, he had a throwback car out there this weekend, so he's officially in the same club as Bobby and Terry. I think he's my age, old man. Clint? Yeah. No, he's younger than you. I think that bastard. Clint's my age, probably. Nah, you don't retire in your 30s. That's your prime. Well, you, heck, back in the day, they started at 30. Now they start at 13, so 30's not a problem. Well, I mean, you got the Bushes starting their children at what? Six months? Yeah, before birth. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the new the new Bush daughter, she's already running laps at Hickory. And she hasn't even been born yet. Do you think her mom has a remote control? Probably. Playing NASCAR Heat. Yeah. 2022. <laughs> With her daughter in the car. <laughs> Do you hear this, honey? This is going to be you one day. Uh, yeah, I mean, Fox's coverage is just god-awful, man. Like, I, I really wish that we had an overhead shot that played the overhead shot the whole race long. Like, put it in the corner, give it to me on the Fox app, give it to me on the NASCAR app. I just, I want to be able to see the racing going on on the track and not have to depend on... Fox deciding what's good racing and showing me that. I think I would pay five bucks a race to watch it with fewer commercials. The commercials don't even bother me. It's the coverage that you see doesn't show the racing on the track. I mean, when they get single file in the top 10 and they're still racing door to door, 
11th to 36th. Show me that. When show me something exciting. Don't show me five cars running side by side doing nothing. Do you? Why don't they show the interviews post race when they're on FS? Soccer was coming on. It's FS1. No one cares. Apparently, there's some guys wanting to watch some soccer. Charge them for it. Well, I mean, they that's put, boring, just like F1. Like you told me, they put their interviews on post race on YouTube. Yeah, but I gotta wait till later in the evening to watch them. And you know, I telling the wife, "Ooh, I gotta watch this for my podcast on Mother's Day." That doesn't go over too well. No. Yeah, that's true. We got all the Mother's Day stuff out of the way early. Oh, by the way, happy delayed Mother's Day to any mother that's listening to our podcast. Unless you live across the international dateline, it's two days late. But happy Mother's Day. <laughs> My like, wife is probably one of the best mothers around. And Mom, you gave birth to me. Thanks. Amen. <laughs> so... After watching this race yesterday, one thing I will say about these new cars in Darlington, it does still put on a good show, but it looks like coming off the turns onto the straightaway is a tricky situation for them. Especially I mean, side by side. Well, in the very beginning of the race, you have Brad Keselowski coming off turn two, spins out. You had Kyle Larson do it, coming off turn four, he spun out. You had Ross Chastain coming off turn four, spin out. It's just like they're pushing so hard in these cars, the air does something completely different than it did in these old, in the old cars. So now you get the new cars, and it's just causing these guys to spin out. It's honestly, to me, it's a breath of fresh air. I like seeing who we would consider the best drivers in the series spin out. Well, we saw Ross Chastain. He wasn't even touched and lost it. Exactly. It looks like that side-to-side arrow is an issue. I guess Cody Ware didn't get next to anybody at all yesterday because that's one name they didn't mention at all on the broadcast. What did he finish? 19th? Yeah. And I, we'll get wow. a shout-out. Wow, congratulations, out Cody Ware. He started 31st and he finished 19th. That's, I appreciate his driving last yesterday. Yeah, the, Ner, the Nertec ODT Ford. Oh, thanks, Cody. Yeah, and the 51, Cody Ware. I'm I'm, I'm impressed. I, I mean, I'm not a fan. He was running. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Well, he's got two. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I mean, as far as we know, <laughs> yeah, we're, well, we're making a lot of assumptions here. I don't, we're not going to ask him that when we're Maybe at the interviewing. Cody, how many nuts you got? I bet you he'll talk to us. Oh, I bet he will. We're going to get to talk to Cody, Corey, <laughs> I'm BJ. Gonna, I'm going to make a prediction, though. I'm going to say... If we talk to them and they talk to us, we're going to like them. Oh, there's no doubt. So maybe we should not talk to Cody? We can still make fun of them, we liking make, them. We make fun of everybody, even people yeah. we like. I don't know. I, I'm, I think you're right. I think that's the guys who are going to be like, yeah, we'll talk to these Nash, race car spelled backwards podcasters. I Kyle think so. Larson and those guys are going to be like, yeah. Who yeah. are they? Now, Brad Keselowski, as much as he's wrecked and as bad as he's run off season, we could probably squeeze him in. Well, you know, it's a benefit to him because he he needs a little help. I mean, really, if you think about it. 
How about Larson spinning out? That was kind of un unexpected for me. I I think Larson has. Um, well, you said he's unperformed. This, I mean, yes, he has a victory, but you take that off early. I just don't think that this car is. I have a feeling he's driving a lot like Keselowski. Desperation. And when you're desperate, you don't get stuff done. You screw up. I just, I think he just got into the habit of winning last season. But you know what? His winning streak last year didn't start till the summer months. So when it got hot is when he really turned it on. And then that's the thing with Larson is when he turns it on, he can't turn it off. Blaney disappointed, finishing at 17th. What in the world? Well, Brad Keselowski spun out twice yesterday. So the first time he did it on his own, second time around him and KFB got together, essentially ruining both of their days. And then Michael McDowell in the top 10. Yeah, he's That's your every squirrel has two nuts. Yeah, and that's not the thing. Every squirrel finds a nut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think every squirrel has two nuts. <laughs> Not the females. I don't know. I don't know much about squirrels. You have to ask the squirrel what their pronoun is first before you know if they have nuts or not. Oh, is that why they ask about your pronoun? For the squirrels? To find out if you got nuts or not. So what, we should just all be almond joys or mounds. Pretty much. Does it make you wear a blue shirt and a red shirt? <laughs> sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. So do we need a new letter for the, and I'm not going any further. I want every listener we have. Oh, no doubt. I appreciate all of you. So are we at the point now where we can stop guessing if Trackhouse and Ross Chastain are the real deal? I mean, week in and week out, these guys are well, running Well, Sanchez, top 10. And, you know, Chastain was really kicking some ass until he wiped out. I think Chastain was going to win the race. I think Chastain probably had, I don't know if I would say the fastest car, but I think he had one of the best handling cars over a long run. So I think the only person who was going to give Joey a run for their money at the end of that race, or William Byron, because Byron obviously had a fast car. Just Joey had a good off. car, his peanut shell. Yeah, but I think, I think Ross Chastain could have beat Joey. Yeah, I think so too. He was dominating until he wrecked. Now, Ross, it, it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't Denny's fault. I don't blame Denny for Ross getting loose. I well, blame, we go back to that side-by-side -side yeah, arrow thing. It's, that air, it's the air push they get when they get next to another car. It's, do you think it's that uh, diffuser underneath? Well, all the air now goes under the car. So. Yeah, to the car behind them. Exactly. So instead of it going over the car, creating that bubble effect, and then going down the car, that's where side drafting used to come in handy at. I don't know that side drafting plays as big of a role anymore as it used to. You ever screw around with a semi-truck on the interstate to do that drafting? You can get right up near its bumper, take your foot off the gas, and he'll pull you. Oh, yeah. It freaks my wife out. That's the only way I... That's how do you I, look at her and smile and go, NASCAR, baby. Time saving fuel. She, she usually hits me or has something smart to say back. I noticed when I drive, she closes her eyes. So, but I do that. I'll get behind people on the highway and I pull right up to their bumper. 
especially at four dollars and eighty nine cent a gallon. I mean, when your truck, I just saw five fifty nine for diesel. Yeah, I have to really draft in that thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Truex gets loose, checks up, and takes out all the Toyotas in the field. Well, not all, but most all the Toyotas in the field, including and not limited to the twenty three eleven cars. What do you think? Oh, Bubba was pissed. <laughs> I mean, and dude, does he wreck. have like the worst luck this year? Even he said it. So Bubba got out of the thing. And he's like, I don't know what I've done to piss off the racing gods, but they sure do hate me this season. And he's shown some promise this year. He really has. And Kurt, it, it's legitimately. Kurt had a replay of Dover. Which has been a replay of. You see him roll his eyes again? Every other week. He's in his, he just looks up and like. Here then he again. pulls down the net. Like, oh, geez. Really? Kurt's got to be at the point where he's like, I'd just like to finish a race. I mean, it, I don't know. I think Kurt, Bubba, like I said, all the Toyotas pretty much had problems yesterday. But I think Kurt and Bubba both, especially Bubba, it's just bad luck. I mean, we joked around last week calling him mid-pack Bubba, and yet again he's finishing. Well, the wreck he finished, what, 20th, 26th, 27th. 27th. Is that rear, rear pack at that point, or is he still mid-pack? No. Well, I don't know. He's like at the end of the mid. What would you call mid? 12 to 24. Yeah, so, I mean. I think... There's 36 cars. Yeah, 12 to 24 would be mid. Yeah. He, so he fell out. So he's not even mid-pack. Now he's just backpack. He, he traded with Cody. Oh, my God. <laughs> he did. He traded with Cody. Bubba friggin' Wallace is now the new Cody Ware. Is that what you're saying? Or at least. Oh, it appears to be that way. Yesterday. I think they'll turn it around. I mean, they, look, all the Toyota drivers from Denny to Kyle to Kurt to Bubba Truex, I mean, you've seen it with all of them. They've all had issues. And it's really a it's a bad luck, wrong place, wrong time, bad luck issue. But they're mean, not running up front to avoid those issues. I'm going to throw out my weekly conspiracy theory. NASCAR hates Toyota. So Teresa Earnhardt. <laughs> Do you think it's her somehow? She's a witch. Dumb. And she pulled out her wand. I mean, rumor has it, and Bob Pockris tweeted out, oh, it wasn't Teresa Earnhardt that changed the paint schemes on the on the uh, track house cars, but Do you really a lot look? of people were saying it was her. Maybe Bob's just, like, covering for her? Yeah, and she, all she does is count the money. She pulled out that wand and shot it at the TV, and she hit Bubba, Kurt, and Martin Truex Jr. by accident because she's out of control. Yeah, that's a stretch, man. In my opinion. In your opinion. There's no factual evidence to this yes, whatsoever. Yes, I'm just, this is my conspiracy just, theory. Just spitballing, throwing things out. Yeah, it's my opinion. Don't sue me, Teresa. I, your husband is still my favorite driver ever. Yeah, we've got. And I, I bought a new flag. I got a Dale Earnhardt flag because my old one broke. So just recently, you received royalties from me. 
Yeah, she made thank you thirty-seven for, cent off that flag. Well, thank you for allowing me to purchase that flag, Teresa. With the original number three. Uh huh. Not a modified number three to make it sellable. Not with a little slash through it like Zorro went crazy with a sword. Zorro. I don't remember. That's before my time. Isn't that what the guy with the sword was? Zorro. Zero. 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 Well. Zero the hero, is that where that came from? Or was that a Black Sabbath song? Is that a Black Sabbath song? I don't know. I like Not some, a big fan. I like some Sabbath. I like Sabbath, but I just... War Pigs was my favorite. Took a, that's a great song. Paranoid. Paranoid's a great song. All right, well, talking about... Back to NASCAR. Talking about Paranoid. <laughs> Last restart, William Byron allegedly puts Joey into the wall. Now... I've watched the in-car Did you see the video? And I've seen the video. It looks like Byron squeezed Joey up the track. I, Joey, if he got in the wall, it was so light it didn't matter because he didn't. He still won the race. Well, he didn't lose ground either. I mean, he really stayed right. He got right behind he Byron. He got a little rub. I think what William Byron did to Joey is a racing move, 100%. Yep. Now, Joey drives into turn three, coming to the white flag a good 10, 15 miles an hour faster than William Byron and runs directly straight into the rear. Oh, that was totally him. on purpose. It looked like drafting down the back straightaway at Talladega, except they did it in the turn at Darlington, sending William Byron into the wall. Ultimately, he finished in 13th place. Well, I'm going to... This is where I put douche canoe in parentheses for Joey. I think it was wrong. And, you know, here we go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I yeah. think what he did was wrong. He had the speed. He was going to pass him. There's no need to wreck him. Zero need to wreck him. I would like to have seen him try to pass him going into turn three and four. Run side by side coming off of four and flipping door slam him if you need to going into turn one and two. I don't I think he had the speed. I don't think he had to. I don't think he would have had to door slam him either. I think he would have drove right by him. I think but, he's a butthole and he wanted to make sure he finished way back, not second. Just because he's a butthole. He's a douche, man. I mean there's no other mm -hmm. way to put it. Like I I we are not fans of Joey Logano on this show, so we'll just throw that out there in case you were wondering but he's a douche and well here's my theory i think no it's it's ridiculous he after chastain was knocked out i think that was the second best car i th yes i think heck and, i think joey had a better car than chastain but for whatever reason, Joey didn't want him to have an opportunity Joey didn't to want pass to run, him again. He didn't want to run out of talent on the last lap. Well, you lose. run out of talent when you have to bump like that. No, yeah, you're right. That's a he didn't trust move. his racing skills. That's what I'm getting at. Like he didn't have enough faith in his ability on going into that last lap to race him clean, straight up. And he keeps saying like, "Oh, you know." Uh, he got into me with 26 laps to go, and, you know, right then and there, it was a no-brainer for me, guys. I was just going to wreck the hell out of him. Don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> idiot, man. And William Byron gets out of the car, calls him an idiot, calls him a moron. 
Spot on. But, you know, <laughs> I liked what Gordon did. He went to calm down his driver. I hadn't seen that before. Of course, he could do it every week, and we don't see it. But I like what Gordon did. That's the maddest I've ever seen William Byron. And that's saying a lot, because I don't really think William Byron gets mad very easily. But he was pissed off. That was not tit for tat. No, it's no way, shape, form, or fashion, is it? I mean, it was just every sense of dirty... It hit, it hit every mark for dirty driving. I, I'm not a fan of it. I don't like Just like, like it. what he did to Truex in Martinsville. What I asked, um, Jeff Gluck was talking about it on the Teardown podcast. He was saying that, you know, at some point NASCAR might have to step in. I disagree with that. I don't want to see NASCAR step in and say, all right, gloves are back on, guys. No, no more boys. No, you got to handle it on the track, and I hope Bowman does. Well, not even – just race. You know, it would have been different – if they would have been uh, Ricky Craven, Kurt Busch in it for the last four laps, you know? Bouncing off the wall, banging off each other, that's one thing. But to run into somebody and put them in the wall and not give them a chance to race you back, that's all we've come down to. So now you no longer want to be the leader going into the last lap unless you have a one-second-plus lead. Because I think anything less than a second – Maybe a half a second lead. But you could conceivably run into turn three 15 miles an hour faster than the leader, go in at the bottom, and hit him before he comes off of turn four, wrecking him. Mm-hmm. And if you don't wreck, you'll win the race. And if you do wreck, the guy in third place is the winner. So, Which Tyler Reddick needs a win. At this point, you don't <laughs> want to be in first. Heck, you might not want to be in second. If Tyler Reddick could just get up there and – bump them it looked like if when we watched the replay before we started recording this it looked like after byron hit the wall he turned left hard and just missed i think it would have been better if he would have left hook joey and just sent him <laughs> right into the wall i thought it would have been great if i really wanted to see him hit him after the checkered flag just keep go down and ruin his celebration. Just or run do right into him. <laughs> hamlin did yeah just nose park in nose. front of him yeah just sit there <laughs> Sit there giving him the Daryl middle finger the Uh whole time. Just, hey, Kyle. (laughs) Give him the old Kyle Bush hello. Yep. The whole time he's burning out, just hang the finger right out to him. So I guess we're spot on about for William Byron calling him an idiot. (laughs) Yep. And I don't think William Byron's going to give many. Did you see the, um, so Kurt Busch comes down pit road before his incident, obviously, getting his tires changed. One of his crew members jumped on the hood of the car to stop Kurt from leaving so they could get the lug nut tight so they wouldn't lose a wheel and lose a crew chief, a tire changer, and a jack man for four weeks. I must have gone to the yeah, kitchen during that. That's straight up dedication. That I mean, is. It's dangerous. Is it, re- is it considered removing parts from pit road you know you can't remove tools from pit road if you drive out with a pit crew member on your hood is that removing stuff from pit road did he modify the body when he jumped up there so now not only not only have they removed stuff from pit road you've modified the body i don't think it's modifying the body keselowski got in trouble for that but they can stand on the roof at the end of the race so jumping on the hood to stop him from leaving is not going to modify the body yeah they could claim that was a safety issue tire going loose i know um 
the 11 car appealed their four-week suspension, which I really think they only appealed it so he would have a crew chief. Gay part would be there this weekend because Denny is supposed to run really good at Darlington. Well, it didn't look like he did eggs very well. No. Well, they, this is a NASCAR track, so we know he had toilet paper. Yes. It wasn't anything to do with Oh, it. but hold it. Who owns Charlotte? SMI. But they gave us press passes, so we got to quit dogging them. Yeah, we'll just be quiet and bring our own toilet paper to Charlotte. Yeah, it's a bring your own toilet paper type <laughs> yeah. of track. B-Y-O-T. B-Y-O-T. <laughs> Buy what? Bring your own bucket <laughs> and toilet paper. So well, I like Marcus now. I always liked Marcus Smith. I just liked giving him hell. We probably still will. We're not going to change. He is. They are going to bring back North Wilkesboro, though. Justin Haley, third place finish. I saw Chris Rice post a lot on Twitter. That's cool for those guys. I mean, Collar Grayson took a car that probably wasn't really a top 10 car all day and finished. And last third. year, we <laughs> predicted Colic would have the success that Trackhouse is actually having. Yeah, Trackhouse. We just didn't have a podcast then. Trackhouse blows my mind, man. I got that. One of the questions from um, XM Radio last week was talking about Chastain. It was, is Ross Chastain currently the hottest driver in the series? Seems and, to be. Yeah, I mean, week in and week out. Now, yesterday he finished 30th, but. He was running up there. Yeah, he was trying to, he was, he wrecked taking, trying to take the lead. And he's, honestly, he owns his driving style too. He is an aggressive driver, and he owns it 100%. If you don't like it, oh well. He doesn't really care that you don't like it. He's still going to do it week in and week out. No, he doesn't lie like, well, you know, Joey didn't lie after the race, which is strange. Usually he'll go, I, I didn't tell him. <laughs> but he admitted. So if you haven't voted on the Jeff Gluck poll yet, make sure you go vote on that. We have, we're both in agreement that it was a good race, right? Yeah, and it's what? It's actually, we talked about it before I saw this, 87% yes, and I said I'd rate it an 8.5, 1 to 10 scale, so we're right there. Yeah, I mean, it's, I went through and was reading some of the comments on it. I was going to add Twitter comments, but nobody really had a whole lot to say on Twitter negative. Everybody was being pretty positive about it, so I was, I mean, everybody's pissed at Joey. You know, maybe if Joey wouldn't have won the race and caused the drama at the end, people might have had more to say about it. But I also had um, Hall of Fame inductees last week. Did you get a chance to check that out? I did. So the three people who were voted into... I don't into, know about our listeners. The three people who were voted into this, class, this year's class for the NASCAR Hall of Fame are Matt Kenseth, Kurt Shelmerdine, and Herschel McGriff. And Kurt deserved it. I agree. I I think Kurt, more than anybody on this list, deserved it. I mean, that, he's a four-time championship crew chief with Dale Earnhardt Sr. He got his first win crew chief in for Ricky Rudd. He definitely deserved it. Matt yeah. deserved it, too. He's got a championship, almost 40 wins, not quite, 39. Now, I will, I will admit, I have never heard the name Herschel McGriff. You know what? When I look at history of some tracks, I've seen his name, but I've never gone down the rabbit hole to find out more about him. 
He got his first race in the Southern 500 back in 1950. He raced in his final race in the K&M West Series in 2018 at 90 years old. That's insane, man. That's 90 years old. You'd think we would have heard about him. I'd be happy to be breathing at 90, much less running. I hope a, to be dead. At running 90. a race in a NASCAR sanctioned series, right? I want to be passing on to the other side by the time I'm 90. You can um, kill myself. <laughs> 89. I got 20 minutes to go, God. Take me now. <laughs> well, Herschel McGriff also had 37 wins in the ARCA West Series, which put him, if I'm not mistaken, third all-time winning his driver in the ARCA Series. So, I mean, he obviously had the stats there. He was a pioneer nomination. We you get your... I think so after you've been on the ballot with no and don't make it in for like five years, you become a pioneer. And then if you don't make it in there, you become whatever's left over in 50 years after they run out of names to induct in. Pioneer, that's kind of strange. Does that mean if you don't make it after pioneer, you don't make you're it at buried all. in Nebraska because you didn't make it to Oregon? Probably. Okay. That works for me. That'll help me sleep tonight. <laughs> I think it's cool, though. Matt, first time on the ballot, makes it in right away. And he deserved it. Hey, you know what? Matt the Brett Kenseth, I like Matt Kenseth because that was the rivalry, in my opinion, when, I've got, when I really started watching Junior Race in the Bush Series, Matt was the guy. Matt and Tony. He had to beat Matt and Tony every week to win. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, if you think about it, those three guys coming up together is pretty cool. Didn't Matt have a historic run-in with Joey? Oh, Matt had the ultimate run-in <laughs> uh -huh. with Joey. Like, he ran, that was a F you in your face. Ran right into him. That uh -huh. was a... Waited for him. Cold trickled, days of thunder. Mm -hmm. I've never been so excited in my life. Just That's why he made it into the Hall of Fame. That's what I heard. They weren't going to put him in the Hall of Fame because of his victories. It was. But when he T-boned yep. Joey? Yep. He, he made Hollywood reality. And right. then Joey's still calling him a prick 10 years later. I love it. I think so. <laughs> Maybe Joey should be the one to introduce him at the Hall of Fame. Well, that would be awesome. Coming up next, guys. <laughs> Matt Kenseth. <laughs> All right. Other things we got from last week I want to touch base on. We've already talked about Ross Chastain is the currently the hottest driver. That was from Dave Moody on SiriusXM last week. One thing I asked on the, on the Teardown podcast this week by Gluck and Bianchi, was, is William Byron the championship favor? And Gluck says yes. Well, I would put him and Ross Chastain as two of my four. Out of the Hendricks stable, I think um, currently Byron's probably the best running driver. But it's also, he's got, he's back with Rudy Frugal, however you say it, from the truck series where he won all those races with Rudy and um, Kyle Busch. KFB Motorsports. Think that's a, probably a big part of why he's running like he is. I mean, he's a good crew chief. He's a good crew chief, but I sure wouldn't want to piss him off at a bar after he's had a few beers. Oh, it looks like he's, he's a hoss, man. He that could, and the fact that William Byron just signed a three-year deal last week with HMS, too, so that doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't. And, you know, HMS is going to be hard to beat for... Rudy kind of reminded me of our old boss, KB. Big old hoss. Is he that tall, Rudy? 
I imagine he's. We'll find out in Charlotte. We'll have to go interview. We'll go talk to him. We'll go talk to Rudy. Don't worry, people. We'll we'll ask him how tall he is. We'll find out. Hey, Rudy, how tall are you? That's all we want to know. I mean, what's your weight and how tall are you? If I look him in the eyes, he's got to be about six feet. Yeah. And if you look him in the eyes, he's what five seven? Five eleven. Are you are you six foot? Yeah. I'm five eleven and holding. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I just went to the doctor last week. I got a clear bill of health. Well, actually, I think I shrunk like half an inch last time, like five eleven and a half or three quarters. You talking about your height again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're talking about something else. <laughs> so, oh. Doesn't it shrink when you get mm-hmm. older? <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I jump in cold water. Shrinkage. So track house, we we did we kind of discussed their schemes too. I mean, I think out of all the throwback schemes, I picked track house racing as the best throwback schemes of the weekend. All right, what about the Skull Bandit thing that I was really hoping to see? That was BS. So do you understand why they took it off? So if you don't know what's going on here, Justin Marks, owner of Trackhouse Racing, bought the Harry Gant Skull Bandit car. Mr. September. And was going to drive the car during pre-race at Throwback Darlington weekend this weekend. And they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him drive it because of Skull is a tobacco product being on top of the car and federal laws prevent tobacco branding advertising at national sporting events. But they weren't paying for it. Is that advertising? If I see someone smoking a Winston in the stands... That's advertising. You're not supposed to smoke in the stands. It happens. I saw it happen at Daytona. I saw it at Atlanta. Yeah, Daryl in front of Daryl smoking the whole time. Yeah, but that's different. I got a picture not, of him smoking. Daryl's not on the track smoking. So maybe if Daryl was running around the track. With a Winston t-shirt, a throwback? Yeah. And a Marlboro hanging out his mouth. I'd love a Winston throwback t-shirt. I used to have one. I used to have a, I Oh, had I had one, one, but. I had a jacket. Or maybe my granddad had a jacket. Somebody had a jacket in my family. It was like a Winston cup jacket. My grandmother might have bought it. you get it with points. Remember? Marlboro. Did Winston do points too? I've never smoked before. I don't know. I didn't collect points. I was when I smoked, I was too young to smoke, so I couldn't redeem my points. Couldn't you get your dad to redeem them, or did he not know? I don't think he knew I was smoking when I was oh. fifteen. My parents just assumed I was smoking, but I wasn't. <laughs> I don't get it. Were they smoking? Pops was a smoker. He quit eventually, but I think it's I think it's BS. Honestly, I, I I understand their federal laws, but you know what they could have done to get around it? Well, have somebody shoot it with their iPhones and they post it on YouTube. Not do it during the Fox broadcast. Well, they could have changed up the scheme. Called it School Bandit. What it Sprite? <laughs> the school. Put Sprite, but leave the same. Well, there's that other in there. Like what a else SoCal, is green? There's a SoCal sponsorship by somebody that looks like every time I see it, I think of Skull. But Leaf Guard reminds me of Skull, but that's colic. Yeah, they're not gonna share. I don't know, man. I just I don't like it. I think it would have been cool to see it. I mean, you had. I, I would have to go back and look, but you had Clint Boyer in the booth with, or in the car, the throwback car with the... Um... You know what would have worked? No. Yeah, throw on Ms. Starbucks instead of Skull. No. You don't think so? I mean... John I, Deere? I can see how it works, but Seven I up. I don't see Starbucks sponsoring a NASCAR car. 
Period. Animal Planet? They got green on there. Who owns, who owns Animal Planet? Disney? Pro- probably a cigarette company. I think it's Disney. They're not going to support NASCAR either. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what we got for Darlington. Going to Kansas next. Do they actually have hotels to review in Kansas? Like, I've been to. Dude, they're like right there next to Kansas, between Kansas City and Fort Leavenworth. So I've, I've got- been through Kansas. There's, there's not the first flipping tree in Kansas. I've heard there are. No, my I've, wife has friends from Enterprise, Kansas. Well, they keep them in their house? because they Well, they're next to the house. There's ha- yeah. there's, if you see trees, there's usually a house near it. Yeah, because there's no trees near the highway, and I needed something to block that wind that was about to flip my truck over the whole time. You know, one of our greatest presidents was from near there. Who? Eisenhower. You know, my opinion, the last great president, I know this is going to shock everybody when I admit this. Ronald Reagan? No. No? General George Washington. We haven't had a good one since. I don't know. He was my favorite. He was so good, he only ran once. I like Grover Cleveland. I like the name. That's why I like it. Grover. I don't even know what party he was in. Grover reminds me of the Sesame Street character. The blue guy. Uh-huh. Grover. Oh, Teddy Roosevelt was kind of a badass. Was he? Yeah, he went out to the West, rode ponies, shot his gun. Oh, yeah, I remember him on that movie. Caught some dude. He was on the uh, movie, um, what's his name? The museum movie. Yeah. By the museum. Boy, he looked just like him. Who played that character? That dude that killed himself. What's his name? Uh, Mork. A- Andrew Jackson? Mork. His name was Mork. Morty? Mork. Robin, Robin Williams. No, we call him Mork. Why? Because he said, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's way, way before my time. Yeah, I was like little. Yeah. I was like eight years old when he was nanooing, nanooing. That's your generation. All right, where don't we want to stay at when we go? Well... We're starting with a Wyndham. I avoided Wyndhams. There were some Wyndhams. Awesome. I said, you know what? We're giving Wyndham too much free advertising. Some people might not believe the reviews, as we have failed to believe some reviews ourselves. So we're going with local hotels. The first one's the KCI Lodge. Sounds fancy, doesn't it? Not really. But <laughs> not knowing what we're about Jean, to talk about. Jin P. And this is very recent. Gen P. Gen P. PA. We'll call it PA. That sounds wrong. Gen P. Oh, JP. All right. JP. Page. Gen Page. Let's just call her by her name. Page. She didn't hide it when she left the review. Yeah, Page. We'll go with it. We're going the whole. We're just going to read their names now. You can find them and see for yourself. But she gave it a one out of five on Google. She said, I called and told them I could book online for $57. And they said they could do 60. <laughs> Not wanting to pay a middleman, I said, okay, I'll pay the 60. Thinking that was the rate I was getting, I handed over my credit card. They gave me a bill for 94. Hmm. That's $30 in tax. Where's the $4, though? Yeah. 60 plus Probably 30 Probably a service 90. fee. Oh, here we we got to keep reading. Right. She goes into it. They said they couldn't give me the 60 rate because of race weekend. Well, that's BS. I said, take it off my card. I'll go somewhere else. They argued and said they would charge $2 for a refund. Two compared to what they were charging for a room in a hotel on a dead-end road, no problem. 
So it must have been sketch. So she didn't even stay there. I've never been charged to give me a refund. What the heck kind of place is that? Well, I mean, how'd she know? Her math's so bad. It 30 is. 30 plus 60 is 90. And our math sucks, so. And if you add a $2 refund, that's 92. Maybe she bought a Coca-Cola. Don't those 20 ounces cost two bucks now? Maybe it's complimentary breakfast was $4. Well, if it was that sketch, I don't know if I'd have breakfast there. What do they think? That, what do you think they give you? A Lender's bagel out of the bag and a toaster? Well, it's a lodge, so it's like a hunting lodge is what I think of. I would actually go borrow a cigarette lighter from a crackhead in the hallway. Well, we don't take have, that bagel, and I would cook it. I don't it. think she even stayed here. No, she did. She's she's raiding them before she even gets there. You know, the only reason I chose this is she said they wouldn't refund, they wouldn't give me the $60 because it was a race weekend. That's the only reason I threw it in here. Well, if your she math, wasn't going to the race. If your math is bad, avoid the KCI Lodge. And it's a $2 refund if you go, boy, this place is sketch. I don't want to stay here. And that's not really that bad, $2. I mean, it's... There were a lot of one out of five, so the hotel was... Oh, well, it's Kansas. What do you expect? Well, Kansas, I think of wholesome Midwesterner farmers cruising around with a raw... Kansas is so screwed up, they don't even know what state it's in. A raw ear of corn? Kansas City. No, Kansas City's in Missouri. Well, there's a Kansas City, Kansas, too. And that's where the racetrack's at. There's a Kansas City, Kansas, it's in Kansas. too. Kansas. Kansas City, Kansas. Is the racetrack? Yeah. And all the hotels are in Kansas City, Missouri? Oh, no, these are in Kansas. I've been by this track. We drove by it. It's kind of a mundane track. Yeah, it's, it's well, just, Kansas is kind of a mundane state. A tornado just dropped a mile and a half because they're everywhere. Tornadoes? Yeah. Yeah, just. It's flipping crazy. <laughs> Pooped out one and a half or. All right. <laughs> Where are we going next? Next, we're going to Gables Motel. I love her last name. Pam Poodle. <laughs> you think that's really her name? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Why would you not use your real name? Well, as she, <laughs> as she said here, it's an extended stay hotel, which charges 205 per week. That's cheap, dude. Yeah, that's really cheap. Is that a seven-day week or a five-day week? Oh, I don't know. Never stayed in a weekly hotel. 175 is the motel rate, and $30 is the Kansas City tax rate. Hey, that explains the $30 for Jean Page. Jen Page. Yeah, so she just needs to... She needs to figure out that... It's her you know, vote. Her elected officials have screwed her with their hotel yeah. taxes. Doesn't she know there's two things you can't escape? Death and taxes? That's right. What's wrong with Jen? Screw you, Jen. Yeah, Jen, we're reviewing you now, honey. Jen, now? It's on you. You don't exist to us anymore. No. Nope, no. we're turning our back on you. We're done. You're I'm an idiot. Idiot. 100%. Just like what Byron said. Uh-huh. What an idiot. Moron. Moron. <laughs> Joey Logano would see your face, Jen, and go, <laughs> Oh, where was I with the Pam Poodle? <laughs> All right, our, here we go. Our family has stayed there. Our family has stayed there for three months. Oh, my goodness. Oh. While we waited permanent housing. Okay. According to the Kansas Department of Re Revenue, when you stay at a motel for 28 consecutive days, the motel's not supposed to charge you tax anymore. Wow, to even know that, that's sketch. I pointed this out to management of Shatty, Shatty and Sons. That right there should tell you not to stay there. 
Don't take a shat here. Isn't a shat a past tense for I pooped? Or I shitted? <laughs> Isn't that what the British say? I just I took shat a shot. I, sh I shot myself. I just took a shot. I think I shot my underwear. Give me a gray poupon. <laughs> shot myself. <laughs> and LSD. And they, they, they did LS LTD. I don't, that's a Ford. They must be Mahindra fans yeah. driving a Ford. And they refused to listen to me. Oh, no. Really? I could report them to the health department for the infestation of huge black widow spiders that are there. And large, vicious Rottweiler. Are they in the rooms too? Dog, they allow to roam around its Cujo without a leash and terrorize the guests. Now that's, that's scary. The dog charges at guests whenever they come onto the property or try to go about their business. Reedy states the dog is a security dog and is harmless. Who's mm. Reedy? <laughs> I think Reedy's last name is Chate. Shot. Yeah. Shot T. Ready, Shat? <laughs> Ready, Shat, go. <laughs> Not so when a dog smells fear, they will often attack. She's a veterinarian. She oh. knows a lot about dogs. Heck yeah. The Start. dog is a security dog and harmless, is what Ratty said. But she says no. <laughs> they leave the animal unattended to scare the guests. Animal controls has told controls. Animal control. Is that kind of like our business? You control, you use controls for your commercial air conditioning? Maybe. It's a remote dog? So they have controls mm. on the animal. It's a battery powered dog. It's those dogs from up. Remember like those robot dogs? It's like our president, battery powered. Maybe he's a robot dog. Well, the animal controls, huh? Controls, not control. So what, does she call animal control? Oh, no, that's it. She knows everything, this lady. Pam Poodle knows it all. Well, she was there for three, her name's Pam Poodle, and she don't like dogs. Not, not Shaddy. How does that make sense? Or is it Grady? Reddy. Maybe that's the dog. Grady's the guy from um, Sanford and Son. I never watched that show. Dude, you didn't watch Sanford and Son growing up? Dude, that's before my time. You watch it on reruns. There's no way you saw it. I didn't watch it live, but yeah, on reruns. You didn't watch reruns of Sanford and Son? They must not have had them where I grew up. In Washington, D.C., we had Channel 20 for reruns and Channel 5. We watched Andy Griffith. We watched Sanford and Son. I love Sanford and Son. And on a cloudy day, we could get Channel 45. Big dummy. Balmer. You big dummy. We put it on Balmer. But... You know, maybe Balmer had it on Channel 45, but they just didn't run it when it was a cloudy day. You could watch the Orioles at night on Channel 45, which was nice. Dude, this motel that we're talking about doesn't accept credit cards? That's sketch. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll let you go ahead and finish it. <laughs> well, Controls, of course, told them to keep the dog tied up. Isn't that illegal, too, though? That's not nice. Up away from the guests, but they ignore the warnings. This so, motel does not accept credit cards, cash only. They do not have phones in the rooms either. Do not go to this place ever. Well, you know, my guess is that Reddy Shatty is not paying taxes. Yeah, but he's still charging them taxes. Because as she pointed out, 
in Kentucky law does, after staying Kansas, in Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> we canceled all the Kentucky races. That's right. Kansas because all the hotels are rated one star out of five. Dude, I would. I hate that we're not racing in Kansas because I would love to do some Kansas. Re- I mean, Kentucky <laughs> reviews. Dang, I'm all over the place. Might be talking like Gomer Pyre. <laughs> hey, Andy. They no, I've seen some Andy. They have no phones in the room. What was who was controls. the uh, operator? Was it Martha? Andy. They were letting Reddy take a shot in the hallway, and the dog smells it often, so they tied the dog up. Maybe they tied the. Maybe they should have tied the guest up. Maybe they did. Tie maybe the they up. did. Pam Poodle's pissed because she didn't get tied up. Next we have, also not a Wyndham, the American Motel. Dude, that sounds so Matt DiBenedetto. Yeah. <laughs> if I was going to say Matt DiBenedetto ever owned a motel, it would be It'd the, be the American, American Motel. Yeah. He's the first American NASCAR driver. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. First American conservative Christian white NASCAR driver. I don't think that's true. I think he's a liar. Well, he said it, so it must be true. It's on I'd, Wikipedia. Bubba is a Christian. Well, it doesn't. All the other drivers that say they're Christians don't count, according to. Oh, he's like got one of them weird home churches. Yeah, <laughs> he's where you got to be his religion or no religion, or you're wrong. That's too bad. Get it right. Maybe he needs to study a little more about Jesus. All right. So. Next to American Hotel, this is Macy Renee. She got two first names. She does. I believe Renee. Renee Macy better than I do Macy Renee. I think it's made it's up. It's like John Smith. She did rate it a one out of five. She says, we booked, which means it's more than just Macy, through a third-party site. When we got to the motel, they said they canceled the room at 6.30 because it wasn't prepaid, which is nowhere on the site I saw. The lady at the desk was nice, but acted like she was doing me a favor by honoring the reservation anyway. Then they said the room was non-smoking. We walked in and it smelled like we walked into an ashtray. Everything smelled like cigarettes. The lady at the front desk insisted it was a non-smoking room. But there's no way that's been a non-smoking room in a long time. The smell was embedded. The lady did move our rooms to an actual non-smoking room. The walls are thin. You can hear the highway noise and everything happening in every surrounding room next to you. Then when we checked out, there was a cockroach at the front desk to send us off. Was it actually waving to her? Hello, bye-bye, lady. But she don't understand how good she has it in Kansas. The cockroaches are at the front desk in Kansas last week. Working there. Homeboy collected 60 yeah, and the manager week. just gave him a spray can. Yeah, he's like, oh, kill him yourself. you've got 60. You're going to need a can of cockroach spray. And, I mean, the cockroach, it looks like, is an employee. Yeah, well, that's discrimination. It's like the goodbye guy. That's discrimination against cockroaches. Goodbye, man. goodbye. Yeah, poor cockroach. Well, that's too close to Mickey Mouse. Think we'll get sued by Disney? Nah. It's a cockroach, Disney. Yeah. It's a cockroach. Disney ain't paying no attention to We're you. We're calling the cockroach Macy Renee. Right. Goodbye, Disney. Goodbye. Renee. Or maybe it's Macy and Renee since it was we. Oh, yeah, it was we. So Macy and Renee. Maybe they're just friends. So 
If you notice, the first five sentences are exactly what we said in our reservation of the Beach Butt Inn yeah. in Daytona. Because they told me, oh, we don't have your reservation. And she acted like she was doing me a favor. <laughs> she Which, wasn't doing yeah, us no favor. Yeah, and then like 10 minutes later, she told me no refunds. Because we would have found a room. I would like to hear more about the noises you're hearing from other rooms. All she did was say you can hear the highway. Well, then she said, and everything happening in every surrounding room. So, like, if I go pee, you can hear me peeing. Well, this is the negative about Macy. She ain't giving me enough details. Yeah. I want details. Was there screaming next door? Was there murder going on? Yeah. Were there people having relations next door? Sherman had relations. <laughs> because I knew you were going to act like she should have gave us more. So if the <laughs> next review is the exact same hotel. And yeah, but what's Arrow that? Vogel <laughs> says you think one out of five. Guy, you think that's his God-given name? No, Mr. But this Mr. answers Vogel. the question you had. I anticipated this. And Arrow Vogel says thirty percent of all STDs in Wyandotte County can be traced back to the Gables, or at least the people had stayed there. That says Wayne Dottie. No, it's, it's what Wayne W Y A N D O T T E. No, it's W Y Way and Otti. Way Otti. Where'd they get that name for? That's bullshit. <laughs> Chinese. Oh, okay. Way And then, just in case you weren't clear, I love this guy's name. Rona Baker. <laughs> Says, that's, that's never go. Real. Bad. <laughs> He's like, I'm not even wasting words on this crappy place. One out of five, never go. Bad. So technically, after Arrow, Mr. Vogel and Mr. Rona Baker, after reading their reviews, Macy should go back, adjust her review, and say, thank you for not letting me catch an STD. Well, we don't know why Macy's there. She might have caught one. That's true. Maybe the thin walls bothered her because what she was participating in the room. She was trying to get an STD. Mm-hmm. But if the rooms are as nasty as Macy makes out to be, then you might be able to get an STD from using the toilet. Maybe Mr. Cockroach was involved, and that's why he was waiting to say goodbye at the front desk. Maybe it's not a cockroach. Maybe it's a crab. <laughs> Isn't a crab just a human body cockroach? Yeah, I guess. Or a flea. I don't know. I've never had I don't know. I don't know. Google it, guys. Google answers everything. And then we have a famous person who stayed at a bad hotel. Yep. That's awesome. I've been waiting on this one. Jessica Simpson stayed at the Gables Motel. Can you name one song Jessica Simpson sang? No. I didn't know she was a singer. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought I, she married that guy I was really from the hoping, boy band. I was really hoping you could name a song because I can't. Didn't she marry a guy from a boy band? At first, and they had an MTV show when I was still watching MTV about 20 years ago. Him and his wife. Yeah, I'm not. I think it was I'm after not. the real world. You're probably 10 then. Hey, I like the real world. It, it started the whole craze. I, I agree. What did Jessica Simpson have to say? Jessica Simpson. I thought she had more money than this to even stay at the Gables Motel, but. My friend got two nights at this hotel for 140 bucks. That's a heck of a deal. 
We were busy that night, so she checked in and went to do go do our stuff. Oh, what is our stuff? We came back, checked out the room, and there were roaches in the room. About time. When we spoke to the guy at the counter, we politely spoke about the problems of the room, and he just stared at us, obviously didn't understand very much English. So we finally said we wanted a refund, and he said, no refund! I honestly think that's the only thing he knew in English. And then I just got a call from my friend saying they got bit in the middle of the night. So there was probably bed bugs as well. Do not book at this hotel. You will get your money taken and get bed bug bites. Instead, plus you might bring some friends home. What if you don't have any friends? Jessica Simpson might not have any friends. Well, she's got one who stayed at and the bed bug gables. Jessica Simpson, if I, if I remember, she was kind of hot, right? I can't even remember what she looked like. I think she was like blonde hair. I'm a giggler. I think she was a blonde headed girl. Let's see. I should have Googled her when I read yeah. she did a review. Yeah, well, she stayed at the Gables Motel. Is she from Kansas? I don't know, but... So maybe she's maybe it was her looks that had this guy at the counter speechless. Maybe he was just... Oh, yeah, she's attractive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he saw her and he's like, oh, 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 Jessica Simpson. And he, 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 he got all tongue-tied, you know? Like I'm not into blondes, but she's, she's attractive. Yeah, but I mean, maybe he got like a celebrity. What's it called? Like fanboy out. Uh, starstruck. Yeah. yeah well, maybe fanboy he, works too. Maybe he was starstruck and forgot English. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's Jessica Simpson. Maybe he watched her show. I mean, when my wife walks up to me, does she stun people too? She's so beautiful, I forget English. English. And I duh duh duh. So do you blurt, blurt out to her, no refund! <laughs> I'm going to try that next time she's talking to me. Just going to stare at her, duh, no refunds! You'll get no refunds! Like soup Nazi. No soup for you! No soup for you! No refunds! I have seen that episode of Seinfeld. You didn't watch them all? I wasn't a huge fan of it. I think I was too young. Yeah, kind of a Generation X thing, isn't it? I should it? probably go back. And watch them now. I'd probably enjoy it more. The Boomers had MASH, which I can't watch. Yeah, I never got into MASH. I, I don't get it. Yeah, it's like a bunch of drunk comedians who are supposed Just to be Chopping doctors. up people in Korean War. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with it. If I my, mean, my doctor was a drunk comedian, I would not want him cutting on me. Now, I read this review of it, and they said it was a commentary on the Vietnam War. But they used the Korean War so that they could be on television. So they didn't offend the Vietnam people? Everything offends everybody. Yeah, everybody's maybe MASH should take sensitivity training with Denny. That could be. All right, we're going to Kansas. I found a new website for info. No more Wikipedia. Does it at least tell you how long the track is? Eh, somewhere, maybe. You, you have that. Yeah. 1.5 mile trial. And look, it is the same county as the Gables that where you get... 30% of your STDs. Wayne Dotty County. Wayne Dotty. So, Does that mean 30% of the people at the Kansas race have STDs? I think you got to stay at the Gables to get it. That's the only way you get it in Kansas. So 30% of the people who live in Wayne Dotty County? It's probably a brothel. 
There you go. I think you're onto something. Uh huh. Isn't that Kansas was the Wild West back in the Wild West days, wasn't it? That may, might be the only brothel left. Could be. So Kansas Speedway was established by International Speedway Corporation, our new favorite owner of tracks, because we're no, part Speedway of the press. SMI is our favorite. Oh, ISC was owned by NASCAR, wasn't it? It merged in. Yeah. Well, NASCAR, if you want us to really think you're the best owners of racetracks, you approve. might want to approve our press pass. Because yeah. we're getting more listeners every week. Marcus Smith hooked us up. Yep. Thank you, Marcus. <laughs> Love you. So they did it to provide a new venue for oval racing in the Midwest. Which, with Chicago closed, it's the only one, isn't it? There's plenty of land in Kansas, so they could have made a 37-mile track and been okay with it. Now part of the NASCAR family. I should have read the next sentence. Damn it. <laughs> of circuits, Kansas hosts two annual NASCAR weekends, which feature all three main divisions of stock car competition. In addition, the Oval hosts a round of ARCA Menard Series with the 150-mile race rounding out the series schedule since 2012. The Trioval Speedway features progressive banking in the turns and boasts seating for 72,000 spectators. See, that's changed, though, because now it'll only hold 48,000. Or maybe that seating capacity is 48,000. Well, there are also 60 luxury Yeah, we must not. That, so my, my seating capacity I got off of um, J-Ski. I got off J-Ski. Oh. Was forty-eight thousand. Progressive banking was installed in two thousand twelve, which didn't help it much. It is better in Texas. The only thing <laughs> that got progressively anything at Texas is it got. Maybe this worse. car will fix it. It uh, fixed a lot. Yeah, well, it didn't fix Martinsville, so I got no hope for Texas. Well, short tracks kind of suck with this car. Yeah. From two thousand and one to twenty ten, the circuit also hosted the Indy Racing League Indy Car Series. While the addition of the road course in twenty twelve briefly tempted the Grand Am Championship to host two events in twenty thirteen and fourteen. Now it has a short history, but here's a circuit history, and this is from RacingCircuits.info. Just to give credit where credit is due, and I like this website. In 1997, in what's the county, Brad? Because I can't pronounce it. Wendate. Wendate County in Kansas City, Kansas, were selected as the site for the new speedway, located at the intersection of Interstate 70 and 435. Construction began in May of 1999 on the 1.5 mile trioval. Architecture firm HNTB which also designed Chicagoland Speedway. Hey, guess what Kansas is gonna do? Disappear. Yep. Provided civil engineering and site development, landscape design, and design of the actual racetrack. Design firm DLR Group was responsible for the design and engineering of all buildings on site, including the grandstand design. Turner Construction, didn't they used to own a team? They used to own a broadcasting network. No, wasn't there a Turner Motor Race? Yeah, but wasn't that the same as Turner Broadcasting? I thought, I don't, all right, I'm confused now. We'll Google that for some other, for the second race. Turner Construction, I don't know. They were selected to provide construction management. What a cush job. <laughs> Just watch. Yep. In the summer of 2012, the Speedway announced 
track improvements included a complete repaving of the existing track surface, reconfiguration of the oval, and the addition of a 2.37 mile road course. So this is when they went to the progressive banking in mm -hmm. the terms. 17, oh, I see it on here now. Yeah. 17 and 20 degrees. Yep. With a front strip banked at 9 and 11 degrees. That's a big difference. And the back straight a uniform 5 degrees. Portions of the infill were graded and paved as part of the road course development. The repaving in particular drew praise from the NASCAR drivers when they attended a well, that's British, isn't it? Trio. Tyray? Well, they're a Tyray. A Tyray test in August of that year. Safer barriers, barriers extended around 1.28 miles of existing con concrete retainer walls between turns one and two, between three and four, and along most of the front stretch. Also new in 2012 was the Hollywood Casino, which overlooks the track at turn two, boasting 2,000 slot machines and 52 gaming tables. So if you guys are addicted to gaming, <laughs> call 1-800-I-LOSE-MY-MONEY. They'll help you. We have slot machines. Well, that's kind of like slot machines, isn't it? You ever seen a Beavis and Butthead do America? Ha, <laughs> ha. Where he's on the airplane. He said slot. She said slots, dude. Ha, <laughs> ha, <laughs> That's kind of like uh, Joey's laugh, isn't I it? I am Cornholio. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to your leader. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I'm still, so, they spelled tire test, T-Y-R-E. To you, be honest, I Googled it. That's how they spell it in Europe. Okay, well, that's not Europe. I but, know. But I was even pronouncing it, so that's but tire. We, we want. So, Ty. So, Ty Gibbs is spelled T-Y. So, if so Let's call tie, him Ty-Ray. But if it was Ty, T-Y-E-R. Man. Well, maybe Tyre. Tire. Have you ever heard the saying, C's get degrees? No. Oh, well, I'll introduce it to you. I made C's. And you got a degree. And I got a degree. <laughs> and I got C's and I got a degree, which means... So we can spell tire however the hell we want, by yeah. God. Yeah. They just gave us a piece of paper and we said thank you very much. Hey, I think I paid for mine. Oh, yeah. We all paid for it. <laughs> I had to pay for Some books. of us... Look, I was so bad in high school, like my junior year of high school, I had to buy a book because my car got stolen and my science book was in it. That was like a $400 book. So going into senior year, I made the smartest move of my life. Quit? I, I put all my school <laughs> books in my locker. Oh, that's a good idea. And then I never touched them again the whole year. And then at the end of the year, I had to go to the front office to find out where my locker was so I could find out where my books were. Oh, I spent my senior year in the front office waiting for the vice principal of discipline. Yeah, the vice principal told me that if she ever saw me again, it was going to be a problem. So I just quit going. I didn't want to cause any problems. I just wanted to graduate. All right, here we go. Kansas Fantasy. Let's help you get your fantasy picks. Kevin Harvick's got 32 races here, three wins. Average finish, 8.9. Kevin's also got 19 top tens. Denny Hamlin has 27 races here, three wins, 10 top tens. Joey Logano, your favorite, has 25 races and three wins. Asshole. Ten top tens. Martin Truex has 27 races with two wins and 14 top tens. Kyle Busch has 28 races here, two wins and 13 top tens. 
Chase Elliott has 12 races here and eight top tens and one win, which I think is pretty dang impressive to have eight top tens out of 12 races. Kyle Larson has 14 races, one win, and six top tens here. My picks. I am going to go with Ross Chastain, because I think he's got something to prove now that he wrecked last weekend. William Byron, same, same reason. Daniel Suarez, because eventually he's going to win. And then I'm going to go with Martin Truex, because he's, I mean... There was a point in time when Martin Truex dominated mile-and-a-half tracks, and he's had speed. He's shown glimpses of it all season. And really, Daniel Suarez and Martin Truex are my dark horses, to be honest with you. I think, I think Martin Truex has a shot to finally put together four or 500 miles. I'm not 100% sure how long this tech, their Kansas race is, but I think he has the potential to put the whole thing together and win it. It's 400, isn't it? No idea. I wish they'd just do 300. We'll look it up. Who's Kansas. your picks? My picks. I am going my it number a, one. It pick. is a 400 mile race, too. Going with Kevin Harvick. All right. Based on the stats. <laughs> and wasn't Darlington his best finish this year? Probably. I would have to say so. So you think the momentum's going to carry Harvick? Well, my number two's Martin Truex. He was, he's been doing pretty good. Not that great. He keeps wrecking. And I'm going to go with Cody Ware. <laughs> he's turned it around, man. Wasn't he 19th? Okay. Yes. He's, or should I just say he's going to finish the race? It's about the same, isn't it? He's got a 50-50 shot of finishing. All right. Let's just... I'm going one dark horse. I'm going to call Cody Ware finishing the race. That's what I'm going with. All right. And then my last pick will be Brad Kozlowski. That's that's about like picking Cody Ware. Well, I think they've done one of those brain switches. Well, I think it should be a good weekend. Honestly, I'm I'm actually looking forward to Kansas because I think the mile and a half tracks we've already raced at this season, like Atlanta, Vegas, Vegas was good. They've been really good races. Vegas is it's hard to compare Kansas to Atlanta. Nothing's going to ever compare to Atlanta. But it's very similar to Kansas. What Atlanta? Vegas. Vegas. Yes, that's yeah. what I mean. So I think that. Vegas was a great race. I really think Kansas. I'm looking forward to it. I've, I'm honest, curious. Honestly, I've, I've not been overly impressed by the shorts, the short tracks with this new car. But everything else has been good. Yeah. I, the dirt race at Bristow was entertaining. Oh, no doubt. The so, dirt race was great. Martinsville and Richmond, though, poo-poo. Well, guys, we greatly appreciate y'all listening to the show. Um, Without you, we probably wouldn't get a press pass. No doubt. Without all of our listeners, we would definitely not be official members of the press for the Charlotte Coke 600. We'll try not to embarrass you. I mean, we really had no, we had zero plans this morning of going to the Charlotte race until we got approved for press passes. And we just said, hey, we're going to just keep applying as they turn us down until they finally let us in. And we got in. So And we were giddy like little Children still are going to Baskin Robbins. So first grade. I guess whenever Jamie's wife Jody listens to this podcast, Jody, 
would really like for I'd really like Jamie to go with me. So if he can go, I would greatly well, appreciate it. Denise, you <laughs> already said yes. Oh wow! You got to get on the ball, man. Denise has said I could go. <laughs> I have a way for Jody to let me go. Give her the Porsche. We're taking the Prius. <laughs> we're yep. Dri- we're driving the Prius. <laughs> I, I'll just say, here's the keys. Please don't wreck it and park far away from everyone. Yep. Don't let don't let the caps get stolen, Jim. There's no dings on it. I got scratches, but there's no dings. Look at it. Well, we're excited, guys. Just thanks to everyone who listens to our show, everyone who follows us on social media. We greatly appreciate every one of y'all. None of this could be done without you. That's right. So make sure you check us out on Spotify. Rate us there. Follow us on Twitter. It's at Car Backwards. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. And check out our website. It's racecarbackwards.com. Other than that, I think that's all I've got for the week. Well, Brad, I mean, let's just be up front with our listeners. We talked about this for, what, three years, 2018, 2019? Oh, yeah, it took us three we were years chicken. to actually sit down and do it. Yeah, we were afraid. We were like, oh, my God. And really, if it wasn't for Door Bumper Clear, Dirty Mo Media, and Anchor. I listened to Anchor, pitch, Anchor Pennies. Anchor, Anchor is really what Yeah, they so sponsored easy. Door Bumper Clear, and Anchor has been an amazing partner. Yeah, it's, it, makes, it really does make podcasting that easy. I mean, I had tried it before on my own and I could not get it to post. I couldn't figure out how to get it to post and Anchor handles all that. All the back end crap that I was trying to figure out, Anchor, Anchor handles for me. So if you're looking to make a podcast about NASCAR or anything. Yeah, if you got something to say, say it. Anchor, use Anchor. I mean, I, I know we have ads throughout the show for Anchor, but this is not even a paid ad here. It's just- And then real, Twitter pay Brad and tell him, you know, give him a tweet a pay to, link yeah you can do it all right listen yeah if you if you make a podcast send us a link we'll definitely check it out thanks for listening guys we appreciate it have a great week everybody we'll see ya thanks for listening to race car spelled backwards